0: first and ten podcast welcome back we are here i say we i am here ross um it's uh, a solo show this week as David's currently feeling very unwell um and i am here on my own to do a solo show my first one first and ten um i do apologize right now for any noise you hear in the background i've currently got builders in my house um destroying my downstairs so um any background noise you hear is down to them and not me if you hear singing banging drilling uh all that sort of stuff. It's all from them. I do apologise and we'll get through the best we can but let's get into the games. Let's go back to last Thursday where ugly, ugly scenes marred. A Steelers win, Steelers win. Uh, Browns win, sorry, 21-7 to over the Steelers. Um, Mason Rudolph is not the future and Mason Rudolph almost had no future uh, thanks to Miles Garrett trying to um, collapse his head with his own helmet. Um, disgusting scenes really. I think Garrett deserves at least a full suspension for the next season as well for what he's done. Uh he's going to, he went to New York to plead his case uh in person, which is a f first, I think. Um he's obviously a very a sensitive guy off the field, likes to write poetry and that sort of stuff. But I mean, you can't hit a man with his own helmet, that's not on. That's um a bit a bit disgusting. Um performance wise, Mason Rudolph wasn't very good. Um the Steelers weren't very good. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster to uh, concussion, John T. Johnson to concussion, and they also lost uh, James Collar to another injury. Um, their season's falling apart around them, and if they can finish anywhere near 500, I think it'll be a successful season, really. Holding the Browns to 21 points is all credit to that defence because there is nothing on offence currently. Uh, let's move on to Sunday's games. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Lions 35-27, to and um, Dak Prescott, he won't win the MVP because the two guys that are ahead of him playing out that game. but he is having a phenomenal season. And if the Cowboys don't pay him what he wants, then they could have a very upset man on his hands because he is their team. They, their team used to be led by Zeke Elliott. Not anymore, it's his Dax team now. 444 yards, three touchdowns, and just shrugging off sackers like they were nothing. Um, the Lions to their credit... Hung around. Uh, Bo Scarborough with 14 carries of 55 yards and a touchdown just picked up off the street that week. Uh, they're running back. Uh, struggles continue. Uh, Mark Gallup, though, for the Cowboys, again, looks like a number one receiver. Nine catches, 150 yards and no touchdowns, but an incredible performance. Uh, the Colts see off the Nick Foles-led Jags. Foles started early for a touchdown um only for a pick, and then he became Nick Foles. He threw another late garbage touchdown, but he isn't the man I don't think and they've paid a lot of money to a man that isn't the man to see them in the future Um, to cover a reset did enough in his return but really Jonathan Williams took over from uh, Marlon Mack after running out of a hand injury and just ran the ball down their throats 116 yards on 13 carries Uh, DJ Chark for the Jags 8 receptions 104 yards and 2 touchdowns he continues his, his breakout season and I think he more than anyone on that Jags team deserves better quarterback play and I mean it's, it's Minju. Minchu's the better guy there right now and going forward so anyway they'll carry on um, Jacks fall to 4 and 6 Cowboys move to 6 and f- uh, Cowboys Colts move to 6 and 4 sorry and uh, leading uh, that race for the uh, well it's between them and the Texans isn't it for that, uh, that playoff place in the south I can't see more than one coming out of there uh, the Bills continue their winning streak I mean they're 7 and 3 and nobody saw this coming really before the season started I like the Bills heading into the year but I didn't see 7 and 3 uh, they beat the Dolphins, uh, thirty-seven to twenty. Fitzpatrick looked good for the Dolphins again. He just put some yards. He's, he's he's a good, solid quarterback, and he'll get himself another job next year with teams looking for this kind of uh, one-year starter. Fitz Fitz will still be in the league, but John Brown did the damage for the Buffalo Bills. Nine receptions, one hundred and thirty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. The Bills are keeping that pressure on the Patriots. I don't think they're going to win the uh, that division, but I mean they could if the Patriots stumble. The Bills are right there and. They just keep grinding out these wins. Uh, the Vikings came from twenty to nothing down to win twenty-seven twenty-three. Scored on four consecutive drives in the second half. Um, yeah, Broncos again let one slip away. That's what they do this season. But Kirk Cousins, twenty-nine to thirty-five for three twenty and three touchdowns. That's pretty impressive for him. Stephon Diggs um, went uh, catchless in the first half before exploding for five for one twenty-one and a touchdown in the second half. It's uh, it was a weird game for the Vikings, but one they'll take uh, the W win. Uh, the Saints moved to eight and two after. Well, um, I mean they beat the Bucks, but the Bucks kind of beat themselves again. More interceptions for Jameis. Uh, he threw two touchdowns. Uh, he also threw fifty-one passes. Um, a fair few of those went to the Saints. He his time is over. I think in Tampa Bay they've given him the fifth-year option, and he's not done enough to like, get enough extension from me. Um, Drew Brees is not looking like Drew Brees. He threw three touchdowns, but. There doesn't seem to be that same arm strength there maybe anymore. Uh, but the Saints lead, move to eight and two, and they kind of lead the way. Um, that that buy is pretty much theirs in the uh, in the NFC because they're not getting caught in that conference. Or so uh, in a division, and it helps when you have got Michael Thomas, who has already got ninety six catches this season. It's week eleven. He's got ninety six catches. Another eight this week for one hundred and fourteen and a touchdown. The man is an absolute beast, and if you don't think he's the best receiver in the league, then you're well, you're just wrong, flat-out wrong. The Jets won a game. They moved to 3-7. and seven to, I mean, they beat the Redskins, so let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. But they put 34 points up on them. That's what you need to do. Sam Darnold looked better. 300 yards, four touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell got in the end zone, which is nice to see. It doesn't happen very often anymore. Uh, Ryan Griffin, again, with another touchdown and 100 yards receiving. Um... Yeah, I mean, the Redskins are dreadful. They'd gone 16 full quarters before finally scoring a touchdown in garbage time. They're another one. Haskins looked all right. Um, but, yeah, he's got nothing to work with there. So, full team uh, blow-up this season and a chance at the number one pick. Uh, if the Bengals can somehow scrape a win, the Redskins will be right there alongside them. Uh, the Falcons beat the Panthers 29-3. to Kyle Allen imploded in this one through four interceptions and... I mean, he had a chance to make this job his own because Cam's future in Carolina is patchy at best, I think, currently. And Kyle Allen is the man in, in in position to take that job. But four picks against the Falcons team. I mean, they've been an improving defence last two weeks, certainly. But, yeah, it's um, not the best performance. Christian McCaffrey just continues to rumble on. 70 yards on the ground, 121 through the air. That man is an absolute machine. He is their entire team at this point. Um, they've won five games. They would have won nine if they hadn't had Christian McCaffrey, I think. I think that's not outrageous to say, not hyperbole. Uh, Calvin Ridley, good performance, eight catches, 143 through the air and a touchdown. Uh, but the Falcons, 3-7, and seven are, they can cause a few issues for other teams. They're not going to worry the playoffs, but they can cause some issues for the other teams in that division heading into the playoffs. and They can uh, play spoiler for a few teams, certainly. Uh the Ravens do what the Ravens do, scored forty one points. Um Texans only got seven in garbage time, basically. Um O'Brien was upset about a non uh, non called passing interference score. When it was passing interference, it was about three times passing the third with was DeAndre Hopkins. But I mean, would it have made that much difference to the final score? You would have had another seven points basically. It was not an impressive game. Uh Lamar Jackson continues his MVP-esque season I say esque because Russell Wilson's in the league and he is winning games for his team single-handedly I think the Ravens would still win games regardless of Lamar Jackson apologies for the noise you can hear right now Um, but yeah I think Wilson's just doing more with what he has than I think another quarterback could win some games with this Ravens team uh, the Niners hang on and then score late again. Uh, what well, the final, final second touchdown of the game uh, to beat the Cardinals. But the Cardinals looked impressive in this. They hang around. They took an early lead as well. Twenty-six uh, thirty-six was the final score. Niners moved to f- nine and one now. Cards are three-seven or one, but they're probably better than that record suggests. Um, if they hadn't taken so long to get going in this game, uh, in this season, sorry, they would have uh, been much more competitive and probably level with where the Rams are at the minute. Uh, but Jimmy G balled out again, 35 completions, 424 yards and 4 touchdowns. Kyler Murray only had um, oh yeah, 67 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Uh, Debo Samuel was the main performer, a uh, wide receiver for 8 catches for 135 yards. Uh, the Raiders win an ugly one against the Bengals, 17 uh, 10. Uh, my main takeaway from this one is Alden Tate was stretched off um, with his head firmly in place, so that's never a good sign. But the Raiders just keep winning, they're six and four. And if the Chiefs slip, the Raiders are right there with them to uh nab that playoff place. Uh the Pats overcome the Eagles in a, a fairly disappointing offensive performance from both teams. Um 17-10 was the final score again. Uh Patriots moved to nine and one, Eagles fall to five and five. Um and looking shaky because the Cowboys looking good. Brady threw two on sixteen yards with no touchdowns. Mark Sanders led the way on the ground with 38 yards and eleven <laughs> carries. Uh, Zach Ertz was the Eagles' catching offence. They had uh, Alshon Jeffrey out, Deshaun Jackson out, and Les Law can't catch a football. And Dallas Goddard wasn't as uh, dominant as he has been. So, yeah, they they lose and Seahawks play them next in a, what should be an interesting game. Sunday night football. I listened to this at work and good God it was depressing. Uh, 17-7 was the final score. What's happened to the Rams' offence, I do not know. They look complete shell of themselves from last season. Uh, Todd Gurley was okay, 25 carries for almost 100 yards, 97 yards, we he got a touchdown. Uh, but Mitch Trubisky was the main story coming out of this, benched with an apparent, in air quotes, hip injury. He wasn't injured before he went off. There was no mention of an injury throughout the game, and then suddenly when he got benched, uh, there was an injury occurred. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one, but we could see Chase Daniels... Um, leading the way down the stretch, and the Bears are in prime position to take someone like a Fitzpatrick for a season just to just to get through a year and see if they can get another quarterback in a couple of years' time. Um, but the Rams, yeah, the Rams move to six and four, and they're not dominant, but they're six and four, and they're competitive, and they may struggle to catch the Seahawks and the, the Niners, but they're in the race. And then finally, Monday night, all the Chiefs, overcome a host of injuries and um well, Philip Rivers does him a lot of favors by throwing four more interceptions. Uh, yeah, four more picks for Rivers is not a uh, great performance on the back of the, a disappointing performance last week as well. Which um, went nothing going really. Threw a touchdown to Keenan Allen, which I mean, lost me in my fantasy again. But also, I lost because Damian Williams got injured and um, Tyreek Hill got injured without a catch. So that's why I lost this week. <laughs> not that you care. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs win again, seven of four. They're leading the way in that division and. I mean they are in prime place for another buy but it's not um they're not looking as dominant I don't think as last year. I mean they're a game back on the Ravens currently and the Pats um lead the way in the AFC. I well mean, yes that is your roundup there was uh, four teams on buy last week. Let's get into this week's picks shall we? It's going to be a really quick show this week. I apologize for that but it's better to get something out than nothing. Uh, heading into week number twelve. Then I can't believe we're in week twelve already. I say it every week. It's going too fast. Thursday night football. You have got the who have we got? We've got the Colts travelling to the Texans. It's an interesting game. I quite like the look of this one. Uh Dave's gone for the Texans, who are three and a half point underdogs at home. No, that's wrong. They're three and a half point favourites at home. Uh, which is about right. I think I will go with the Texans as well. Um, Colts are good. I like the Colts. Brissett is good enough to get a job done, but I think coming off that loss, they're gonna, the Texans are going to want to bounce back massively with a with a big win here and really establish themselves as the the, the big team in that division. Uh, yeah, Texans for me and Dave. There, uh, the Bucks travel to the Falcons. The Falcons are four and a half point favorites in this one. Which seems about right to me. The Bucks are going to throw a turnover or two. Jameis has eighteen interceptions on the season, which is just appalling. I mean, that is not acceptable as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Eighteen interceptions in eleven weeks, maybe even ten weeks. Might have had a Bible, I really can't remember. But yeah, Falcons are favored here, and an improving defense and Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley should be more than enough to see off the Bucks. Uh, the Bills are at home and they face the Broncos. I oh, mean, Dave working for the Falcons, sorry. Um, yeah, Broncos take on the Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo win. Broncos just can't seem to hold on to a lead. And I don't think they're even going to get a lead in this game. The Bills would see them off early and the defence will win it for them down the stretch. The Giants travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Um, the Bears are six and a half point favourites in this one, which is a lot when I think Chase Daniel was going to be quarterback. Dave's gone for the Bears at home. I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I need to pick up some games. we a few games back on Dave and the other guys in our little mini-league. Uh, for picks. I'm going to go with the Giants. Barkley has to get going at some point, And the Bears can be run on. And they can be run on a lot. So, yeah, I'm going to take the, the Giants in this one. The Bears, are, I'm just so out on the Bears at this point. And is Chase Daniel an upgrade on Trubisky? Probably, but not hugely, I don't think. The Steelers travel to Cincinnati next. Uh, and they're 6.5-point favourites on the road, even with all their injuries. Um, that shows how bad the Bengals have been. But, in a shock well it's not shock I pick bad picks all the time I'm going to predict the Bengals are going to win their first game of the season this week sorry Steelers fans but you've got far too many injuries you have three fit wide receivers at one point last week um, and the Bengals just I think they're not, they're not going to go around 16 and this is a really good chance to get a win here against the quarterback who could be a little bit gun shy I've, especially after what happened last week but I don't know he might be a a fully confident man who's willing to just take on anyone <laughs> We'll see. Uh, but Bengals win for me, Steve, uh, Steelers for Dave. Uh, Miami travel to Cleveland. Miami have been frisky in recent weeks, but Cleveland should get the win and get themselves on a bit of a run um, going towards the playoffs. They're both going for the Browns, obviously. Panthers at the Saints. Saints are nine and a half point favourites. Seems high, but yeah, Saints will win for me and the Saints will win for Dave as well. Um, we're flying through these today, but... Um, Next up, we've got the Jets at home to the Raiders. The Jets are two and a half point, underdogs at home, which, I don't know, seems seems fair, to be honest, doesn't it? Because the Jets haven't been great. The Raiders have just been getting them wins. The Jets improved last week, as we mentioned a minute ago, but I don't know, the Jets, it's going to be tough for the Jets to win this one. Dave's gone for the Jets at home, I think. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders on the road. Uh, Derek Carr has looked impressive in recent weeks, so yeah, I'll, I'll go for the Raiders there. Uh the game that was flexed out of Sunday night football, annoyingly for me, and is now a six PM kickoff, which is even worse for me really, um, is the Seahawks travelling to Philadelphia. Philly are one and a half point favourites in this game, which is a shock to me, I'll be honest. Um But I think the Seahawks have got more than enough to overcome this Eagles team who've got an injured defence and injured receivers and last we've we've got a good record against the Eagles, especially in recent years. Wentz has never really done too much damage. He says completely blindly. Um, but yeah, Seahawks win. Dave's also gone for a Seahawks win in this one. Lions travel to Washington. Dave has gone for the Redskins. Um, I know he's sick. Maybe his meds have got to him a little bit, but picking the Redskins, really? It's a risk. <laughs> I'm going to go for the Lions. They're three and a half point favourites. It's in Washington. know Stafford's not back, but Jeff Driscoll isn't that bad. He's he's Okay. He if he he just needs to run a bit more. He has a lot of options to run, but he he chooses to pass, and he can do a lot of damage on the ground if given the chance. Um, So I'm going Lions. Dave's going Redskins. Jankie was at Titans next, and thank fuck it's not on a Thursday night. Um, It's going to be buried away on Sunday night, 9:05 kickoff for UK time. But obviously the Cowboys versus the Patriots will be on Sky Sports. Um, Titans are three and a half point favorites at home, which seems about fair. I mean, they're five and five this season. It's a very Titans-esque season. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to take the Titans to win this one because really I just don't like Nick Foles that's my entire problem with this Jags team I like the Jags team with Minshew at quarterback but I do not like Nick Foles, I don't think he's good enough to be a starting quarterback being paid, the money's being paid uh, Dallas at New England is definitely going to be the Sky game um, Patri- Patriots are 6.5 point favourites in this which, I mean I don't know, is it unfair on the Cowboys to not be, obviously not the favourites because it's in New England but only 10% of pick, people have picked Cowboys to win this. I'm going to pick the Cowboys in this. Dak has been absolutely balling recently. Uh, Michael Gallup looks like a number one. Another week for Amari Cooper to get back fit. I know the Patriots D is good, but that's got a lot of weapons to shut down. If they shut down Cooper, then Gallup will step up. If they shut down Gallup, then Randall Cobb's been performing recently. So there's, there's options all over the field for Dak to throw to. Uh, that's without Tony Pollard and Zeke in the backfield as well. Pollard's really coming on the last couple of weeks, so... I'm going for a Cowboys win. It was going to be an upset, I think, a six and a half point favourite, so that's going to be an upset win. But yeah, I've gone for that. Obviously, Dave's gone for the Pats, obviously. Yeah, and then Sunday Night Football game that was flexed into Sunday Night Football is the Packers travelling to the Niners. Uh, the Niners are three and a half point favourites in this one. I'm going to go with the Niners. I really don't want to. I need the Packers to beat the Niners, but the Niners are a better team. I don't think this Packers team is that good. It's, it's getting wins, and I'm not really sure how, if I'm honest... Uh, but yeah we both go for the Niners there and then finally Monday Night Football the Rams in prime time again they're going to get the floor wiped with themselves (laughs) Lamar Jackson's going to be the one doing the wiping I mean there's going to be another blowout I think because this Rams offence unless it suddenly clicks unless they spring into action and everything starts to go right for them it's just it's going to be a disaster I think Um, as a fancy owner for Kubrick Cup I really hope he does kick into action but yeah, I mean, they've gone for the Rams here. I'm picking the Ravens. I really think those meds have got to him. and Maybe this is my chance to pick some games up on him. Um, I'm taking the Ravens here. So yes, there we go. That is our super quick week 11 and week 12 uh, recap and review show done. Uh, we will be back, hopefully, as a tandem next week. It's been a few weeks. We've got lots of stuff going on. Life's busy when you've grown-ups and got kids and you've got businesses and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, hopefully we'll be back together next week. If not, we'll get something out for you. Apologies for not getting anything out last week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at first and ten underscore. Find us on Facebook at first and ten. Um yeah. You can follow me at rosbow 9 4 and you can follow big man at DJG23. Um so yeah, until then, thank you very much for listening. Sorry for lot like, getting a shout out last week. We apologize for that. Sorry for a shorter show this week. But I mean it's 21 minutes currently. That's a nice little commute podcast. So yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.